rippling streams Find a world that embraces free open spaces Come and follow me Well, hello, everyone. This is Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, you know what? Come on out and follow me. Well, everybody, I hope you're uh, enjoying your... Well, it's not Friday the 13th. It's really Saturday the 14th, but... uh, I was nervous driving. (laughs) You know, full moon, Friday the 13th, and, well, I know it's the 14th, but, you know, you know what I mean. I don't have to get into that. <clears throat> but, hey, uh, we got a pretty good show lined up for you today, I think. We've got uh, Captain Tony uh, winding down, as I say, winding down, and those big kings are coming in a lot closer to the Chicago area, so we'll be talking with him about what's going on. Uh, two young anglers, I think they're probably in their car right now uh, with Dad. Hi, guys. <laughs> From Streamwood High School that won a super tournament on the Channel Lakes last weekend. Dylan Caruso and Kevin Seaforth. Good going, guys, from Streamwood. Um, they're in another tournament this weekend. I want to say it's on Long Lake. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, they came in with a five-fish limit, did a great job. We're going to be talking with Christine Fisher. Christine is a fishing machine. <laughs> um she was in a bass tournament last weekend uh, that won, or two weeks ago, I think it was, that won, and she's won numerous bass tournaments uh, around the country, but she's doing this all from a kayak. And in, there's a, there is a whole culture of kayak tournament fishing that I'm learning more and more about every day that really gets me excited about, uh, you know, smaller lakes, even big rivers and streams and lakes that they're fishing. So that gets me excited. We're going to be talking with her a little bit about stuff. Um, so that's going to be interesting. And then, yes, I don't know where he is. I know where he is today, but I don't know where he's been. It could have been Zanzibar. It could have been, you know, Bora Bora. It could have been Blue Island. It could have been um, the Billy Goat Tavern. <laughs> But Jim Crowley is going to be on the show, and uh, I know I think he was up in Canada, and then he was up someplace in Minnesota. And we're going to hear from him and find out what's going on in in the world of Jim Crowley and some of the fast action he's been got going. And he's got a new member of his family. Yes, 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 new member of the family. You know, cute, gorgeous eyes, great smile, and four paws. <laughs> Got himself a little Britney Spaniel there, so his name, her name is Moxie. So yeah, yeah, Jim's just all over it. It's 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 pathetic. It's it's like a you know a a grandpa with a granddaughter. That's all I'm going to tell you. He's it's when you hear him talk about him. (laughs) So it's going to be pretty good with that. But then we're going to cover a whole bunch of stuff, and we're going to bring you on with the program. We want to thank our sponsors that bring this program to you every single week. Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, all five stores. Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, your adventure starts here. Waterworks Marine, Paul's Pizza in Westchester, DiamondGhostCharters.com, Hook, Hook in HuntTV.com, that's Crowley, Midwest Outdoors, Ren Lake Area Tourism with VisitRenLake.com and EnjoyRenLake.com. Got a really cool thing coming up in a couple of weeks. We're going to be doing a lot of stuff. We may even be down there for the event, uh, but it's, it's, I'm very excited. We'll be hearing that from them in about two weeks. 
uh, our good friends up at Seven Winds Casino, and we are always the official station for Shimano High School and College Fishing Teams. Don't forget that. Uh, if you have any questions, tell your friends to like us at Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And, you know, you can uh, call later on when Mr. Crowley's going to be on at one three one two. Three three two three seven seven six. Let me repeat that number. One three one two three three two three seven seven six. And real quick, I just want to say uh, good luck to the Fox River Valley Muskies. Uh, they've got a cast for a cure uh, going out of musky tails out on the, the chain of lakes today. Uh, they're going to be done with that about noon. Salmon Unlimited has their youth Ute, Ute, youth derby. Uh, salmon fishing derby out of Waukegan today, and Blarney Bassmasters has their championship uh, classic going on today out of uh, you know Bl- the port of Bar- Blarney, uh, Blarney's port, wherever they say. It's going to be there too, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, very busy weekend for me, uh, keeping up with all this and being at these events. So I tell you what, <clears throat> sit back, get relaxed. Eh, if you're laying on a couch, stay laying on the couch. That's okay too. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey. We know the outdoors. Remember, Chauncey's Great Outdoors is the official station for Shimano High School and College fishing results and fishing teams. This segment is brought to you by Shimano. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And I'm going to grab a phone call real quick here. We got Neil from Palis Heights. Hey, buddy. What's up? Hey, bud. Morning, Chauncey. Hi. Asking about the uh, Illinois hunting and fishing days, Yorkville, and then the Southern is in Logan College. I can't find information on York, well, Yorkville. Did they postpone it this year? Yeah, it's postponed this year. Uh, they're not doing it. But that same weekend, which is the last weekend of the month um, of September, this is a day that Congress has told people you need to go outside and enjoy the great outdoors. <laughs> I love to say it that way. Um but, you know, William Powers Conservation Area? Yes, I'm familiar with it. Okay, they've got a whole program down there about hunting and, all, and fishing for, for kids and, and adults and stuff that same weekend. It's not called National Hunting and Fishing Days, though, okay? Okay, great. So there's that up here, Logan College down in southern Illinois, uh, which is a, a really big event. But uh, hopefully... Uh, People are trying to get it back. If they get more volunteers, I think it is, they may be able to pull it off next year for uh, a Northern Illinois National Hunting and Fishing Days. Okay, thank you very much. No problem. Everything going okay out there in Palis? Oh, all right, I guess you hung up. That's cool. <laughs> well, let's hear from the one, the only, Captain Tony. Hey, buddy. Hey, good morning, Chauncey. Late start today. I'm in the truck on my way down to the marina. Oh, Okay. Well, you know yeah, what? Bankers. I should have started. Fish on! Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I hear you have banker's hours today. You know, we're, we're starting at like, I don't know, eight thirty, nine o'clock, so I got to get down there and prep the boat, you know? Yeah. Uh, but what's happening right now, uh, nothing really close to shore for us guys. We're starting to uh, tag a lot of Lakers out from 160 to 220. Mm-hmm. I know that's a big but that's where we usually start, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, spinning goes on the bottom, metal dodgers, chrome, or if you got the big white paddle, that guy with a little white pinky with a little boy blue tails seems to be the best. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the metal smoke dodger with a 50-50 yellow-orange uh, with a mirage tail is working really good. Uh, running some high spoons on uh, 330 coppers, catching some real, real small kings, you know, 
probably about maybe a pound and a half of that, you know. Oh, those are only a year old. Yeah. What was that? I said those are a little bit over a year old only. Yeah, I know, you know, and they're hitting magnum spoons we're running, you know, looking for some bigger fish. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's a shame that we're taking them. But, hey, you know, those are good eaters. Yeah, gut them, you stuff them with little mushrooms and onions, wrap them in foil, and throw them on the grill. Oh, don't do this when I'm hungry. <laughs> well, you didn't bring me a Paul's beef last time, so uh, I know I didn't. I didn't. I know. Hey, uh, the other thing is, I'm, I'm catching reports of, uh, you know, maybe not so much in the Winthrop Harbor, uh, Waukegan area, but you know, we're starting to hear about a little bit bigger kings working their way closer in uh, further south and working their way north. So I'm kind of hoping that we're going to see some better action starting today up there because water temperatures dropping, and it's kind of like the right time of the year, right? Right, yeah, you know, they should be coming into the harbor, spawning. I'm sure there's guys out there casting right, casting right now for them. Uh, I got a bunch of guys. Actually, it's the, uh, I believe it's the Oak, is it the Oak Lawn uh, High School fishing team. There's going to be 18 of the guys uh, coming up and fishing out of Winthrop today. Uh, they came out earlier in the year, fished with me, so they like the marina. They like the area, so they're going to come up and start casting. I told them they'll probably catch a lot of northerns. So, uh, you know, they could be casting for some kings in the harbor and uh, whatever else they can catch for today. That, you said Oaklawn High School? Pardon? Oaklawn High School? Yeah, Oaklawn High School. Yeah, they got yeah. a big fishing tournament at Braidwood uh, in a few weeks, and uh, their coach's name is Christopher Cooch, and I, I'm trying to get a hold of him to hear more about the tournament. They got a lot of other high schools uh, from northern Illinois all coming in on that tournament. So th- they are a great group of adults and kids that are all working together. So right, cool right. Thing. Great group of guys, you know, coach is really nice, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I said, came out, you know, they were bass fishermen. We had a mellow mount on the hook set, you know, <laughs> but they did really good. We did a video, you know, it was pretty nice that what they did. Really cool. good kids. Well, if, if somebody wants to get a hold of you for the next couple of weeks, Tone, to get a charter up there and get some of the big kings, what do they do? Uh, you call the area, well, I'm until, uh, October 9th is my last fishing day. Okay. So we've got plenty of time to fish yet. Call the office at area code 847-838-2037. Uh, you get all my pricing on the World Wide Web at www.diamondghostcharters.com. And when we do catch fish, we'll post pictures on Facebook like always. And everybody yells, fish on! <laughs> all right, guys, be safe out there. Bye, Tone. Oh, uh, great guy. Uh, also, let's talk about a couple things. Hunters in, around Michigan are all excited because tomorrow is the opening of the statewide uh, hunting season for cottontail rabbit. Snowshoe here. Snowshoe snowshoe here. I'm having a speech problem here. Snowshoe here. Ruffle grouse. Fox, gray squirrel. Woodcock season. Also, uh, statewide uh, opens in, in uh, on September 21st for them. Uh, if you've ever wondered uh, how DNR gets salmon and stuff, salmon eggs, up in northern part of the Lower Peninsula around Traverse City uh, by the Boardman River Weir and the Little Manistee Weir, uh, they're doing a program where they're showing just group tour groups of kids, adults, you, your family, whatever. Get up there. You can see how they do this. It's done during the week. They're going to be doing it from now till about middle of September. Uh, I've mentioned that the Illinois DNR is doing a three-day deer and turkey hunting opportunity for Hunters with Disabilities, November 14th, 15th, 16th at Rock Cut State Park in Winnebago. Uh, there's going to allow 20 hunters, but then you have to have a, a participant with you that's uh, a person who can 
do a lot of the things that you can't do because of your disability. Um, and then you're going, if you, there's any unfilled spots that day, somebody didn't come out or something, they're going to fill it with someone waiting, raring to go. I've done this a few times. I've had way too much fun, way too much fun. Uh, bobcat permits are going to be available through September 30th in Illinois. Duck and goose hunting area permits are also, their deadline is today, the 14th. Duh. Hey, you know what's going on today in the forest preserves? I love Little Red Schoolhouse. I love Little Red Schoolhouse. Uh, but they have a great program. It's at 9800 Willow Springs Road. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they have a peek at the universe. You could take a peek at the universe. Yeah. Big telescopes out there. All kinds of neat stuff to do little stargazing. Give them a call at 708-839-6897. Tell them Chauncey sent you. You know, I had a little reserve spot for you or something like that. I, I don't know. But I don't know if they're taking reservations, but they'd just like to know how many people are coming out. Um, <clears throat> Wisconsin, their season is right around the corner. Uh, they're also increasing the number of CWD surveillance uh, counties uh, to 18 in northern Wisconsin. And uh, let's see what else is going on. Fishing reports, uh, Benton Harbor, perch alert, perch alert, perch alert. Yep. Uh, when weather and the waves are okay, you can get out there in 30 to 50 foot of water uh, just north of St. Joe River. And steelhead action in the river is on the upswing. Chain of lakes, no wake high, no wake in the middle, and no wake at the bottom of the chain of lakes. And we got the, our friends from Blarney's who got their big championship this weekend. So good luck to all the boys and girls out there. 48-inch muskie was uh, caught and verified uh, by the bait shop out there. Cats are very active out at Chabanaw Lake. And at Seven Winds Casino, the muskies are improving in the waters around the casino. And it's a time to get out there. Bucktails, jerk baits, uh, live bait. Pick up a room at the casino at sevenwindscasino.com. We come back. We're going to be hearing from our friends at the Streamwood High School. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. This segment and interview is brought to you by Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, where your next outdoor adventure begins. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. On the phone with me, I got two fine gentlemen just off the big Northeast Illinois tour of high school bass tournaments. <laughs> I've got Dylan Caruso and Kevin Seaforth from the Streamwood Sabres who were in a tournament up on the Channel Lakes last Saturday for how many other teams were there, guys? Dylan? Uh, there was about 12 teams, I believe. About 12 teams. And Kevin, Streamwood had what, one one boat there? Is that right? Uh, we had two boats there. Two boats. But it was a one-day tournament on the chain. And the chain has a lot of fish, but it's also a tough body of water on weekends to fish. And what was your guys' uh, winning weight? I believe it was about 9 pounds. I think it was, it was like nine, 9... 997, I believe. 997? Okay, I think it was 9... I almost said 986, I don't know why, but 997 I'll buy too. Guys, give me a little bit... You know, let's start out with Dylan. Dylan, give me a little bit of an, an update here. When you guys launched... In the morning, you launched out of uh, musky tails, and did you have a spot you were looking at? Did you have something you were figuring out, or what? It was definitely something we were figuring out. Uh, we knew we were going to focus on finesse fishing, and uh, that worked right away. We got our first two big fish right away with Sankos, mm-hmm. and so we, we stuck with it, and it, it it worked well. So, yeah, that's what brought us victory, pretty much. Okay, Kevin, 
explain to people what finesse fishing is, okay? Well, when you think about finesse, you got to think about light line, you got to think light tackle, something small. You really got to entice those fish to want to eat your lure because they're seeing so many lures pass their face. And you want to give them something small, something that they might not see. You know, light line, light tackle. And you use a spinning reel usually. And, like, they want to see something that's going to fall, like, slower or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was that finesse tactic, first thing, that were they both keeper fish? Yes, they were both keeper fish. Cool. Now, how many were you allowed to, to, to weigh in that day? Uh, five fish. Five fish. So now you're on the hunt for three more, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, once again... Dylan, once again, everybody, we're talking with Dylan Caruso and Kevin Seifert. These are the two gentlemen who won the uh, tournament that was held up on the Channel Lakes this weekend for high schools. There was, as he said, there was about nine different high schools, but the Streamwood Sabres came in on top at this tournament. And throughout the rest of the, I mean, so now we're getting into boat traffic and muskie fishermen and bass fishermen and walleye fishermen. What do you do next, guys? Well, that's when we were focused on just getting five fish in the boat. We just wanted five keepers over uh, 12 inches. Mm-hmm. So we, we we changed up our uh, our tactics a little bit. So we went to spots that we knew held a lot of fish, not necessarily big fish, and we got the rest of them in there. So Did you have an idea that you were, you know, getting close to winning? Um, I don't know if we really felt that way as the tournament went on. I think we just felt that it was imperative that we got five fish in the boat to get anywhere near, like, top three spots. Mm-hmm. Okay. How, how, you, you said there were two teams, uh, two boats from uh, Streamwood. How did the other one do? Um, they caught one fish, um, but they, they tried really hard all day. They fished their heart out, but they uh, ended up getting one keeper. Mm-hmm. Now, Come on, we're all fishermen. Did you lose any big ones? Um, actually, uh, funny story. Uh, we were fishing on a, on a, a seawall at uh, the Senkos, and I missed one. So I was like, hey, Dylan, I just missed one there. I got to fix my line. It's all tangled up. So he casted right in there, and he caught that one, and that was the big bass in the tournament. Oh, <laughs> how big was that one? That was a uh, three three two, I believe. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's a good fish. Yeah, I know. I was one time I was fishing a tournament with a friend of mine in the boat, and I cast out, and I got a my reel just got all screwed up. So I had to sit down, and I was literally taking the knot and the the, the bird's nest apart. And the guy said to me, he goes, "Hey, are you fishing with the black plastic worm with white stripes?" I go, "Yeah, why?" He says, "Because that three and a half pound bass out there is flipping it up." <laughs> His fish was jumping out of the water, shaking its head, and I didn't even notice it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, you know. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. Now, now you guys are both seniors at Streamwood. Um, when you brought, did you uh, bring the plaques and the trophies in on Monday to school? Um, we're probably going to bring them in tomorrow when we have uh, practice because we'll both be there together. Oh, well, yeah, that would be cool. That, that would be cool. W- what was the hardest thing you thought about, uh, one of you guys, uh, you can give me the answer. What did you think was the hardest thing about the day fishing? Uh, definitely finding a pattern. Those first two fish, they just came kind of random off a dock. And sometimes that happens, but sometimes that can be a pattern. Mm-hmm. So we really had to think hard and figure. We knew they were going to be on some light and finesse like a Senko, so we had to think what other patterns can we build into this and then you got some success yeah we ended up building up uh, a pattern on seawalls we figured mm-hmm. and back of like a bay and a seawall is where they were at 
basically staging or sitting. Yeah, well, uh, now that I'm thinking about this, this is before you guys were born. It's a terrible thing to say. Uh, but when the Bassmaster Classic was in Chicago, uh, Wu Davis, the guy who won it, uh, told me he was going to fish the breakwalls in Lake Michigan by casting at them and letting his small bait just drop along the wall. And that's basically what you were doing. Yeah, that's exactly how we caught them. Like, mm-hmm. We found that, uh, you know, you skip one against the wall, let it fall all the way down, pull it up, and you got to fish on the end of the line. So. That's so cool. That is so cool. When did you really get a kind of a feeling like, hey, we may pull this off, guys? Um, I thought after about the, the third or fourth fish, I was feeling pretty good. I was feeling pretty confident that we could do something well. Mm-hmm. I just knew that we needed to get five fish in the boat to have a chance at it. Okay. And then at that point, it was just the luck of the shot. Who got other five fish, right? Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's got to be. Um what was a good color for you? You didn't mention it earlier. Um, Color-wise, uh, like a green, green pumpkin. Um, Dylan was using a little bit of a different Cinco than I was using. Mm-hmm. He was using smaller Cinco, and I was using a bigger Cinco. But it didn't really seem to make a whole lot of difference. It was just more of the green pumpkin color. I don't know why they liked that, but they just liked that color. Yeah. yeah it was th- funny. Uh, the two bigger fish actually came on the, the foreign Cinco. Mm-hmm. And then the fillers, like the three the three other fish, came on the bigger one. So. Mm-hmm. Now, now you guys have an adult driving the boat, correct? Yeah, that was my dad. Yeah, I was. I, was saying, I thought it was your dad. How was your dad handling the, the, the? You know, you guys are just fishing. This was pressure for dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually, uh, he fishes, he's pretty familiar with it. Mm-hmm. So he, oh. he brought us to a couple spots. You know? Well, that's good. That's good. That's good that he did that for you. I, I just find it intriguing that um, you guys went out there, you had a plan, you worked the plan, you adjusted it a little bit left and right, and then you you pulled it off. Uh, what were some of the other, besides the other boat from Streamwood, what were the, some of the other high schools that were there? Can you tell me? Um, I believe Woodstock was there. Um, I believe Stevenson was also there. I really don't know all the high schools that were there because, this year was different. Um, usually we have more of the high schools that we've had in the past mm-hmm. there. Yeah. But this year there were a lot of new high schools, and I was really interested to see that. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of schools there that I hadn't seen before. Cool. Um, I think ICCP was as well there. I've seen them in previous tournaments, mm-hmm. but they usually I've only seen at our fall tournament. Yeah. When is your next tournament coming up? Um, this weekend on Long Lake. This weekend on Long Lake. And, and and we're going to come in first place, you think? Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Long Lake is uh, definitely a great fishery, but it, if everybody's catching fish, you know, you got to come in with the big bag. you got to come in with the big ones. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And once again, everybody, we've been talking with Dylan Caruso and Kevin Seaforth, uh, both from Streamwood, uh, high school, the Streamwood Sabres uh, fishing team, both seniors next year going to college, and who knows, maybe you'll see them fishing the college circuit for their uh, local college here, wherever they're going to be going. Guys, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, Chauncey. Thank you. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors.
Waterworks at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills and holder of the Mercury Customer Satisfaction Award for five years in a row is having an unbelievable sale on all in-stock 2019 boats powered by a Mercury motor at prices no one can match. Waterworks also has the multi-purpose low roughneck boat powered by a Mercury outboard motor perfect for hunting, fishing, and family fun for that year-round sportsman family. Waterworks can also save you money on winterizing and winter storage just call them at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks that's with an e dot com and save more money this segment and interview is brought to you by bass pro shops and cabela's where your next outdoor adventure begins everybody welcome back to chauncey's great outdoors on the phone with me i have an absolute unique interesting high-end fisherwoman who has a kayak who's been kicking butt on the tournament trail who loves the bass fish loves the musky fish she loves anything with scales and gills uh, you probably like catfish too but <laughs> we've got christine fisher on the phone how you doing christine i'm doing pretty well Chauncey. i'm uh, i'm glad to be here thank you so much for having me now you've just recently won what tournament was that? Um, this past weekend, I won the KBF Southeastern Regional Championship in Florence, Alabama. And one of the fastest-growing segments of the fishing industry is this ki- fishing from the kayak, right? That is correct. It is the fastest-growing segment in the fishing industry. And this tournament was for anglers and kayaks, correct? That is correct. And you just kicked big time. We're Ren. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could say that. I uh, uh, basically beat the field by 11 inches, which in our sport is, is huge. Why is kayak fishing, and we're going to talk about how you did at that tournament, but why is kayak fishing becoming so popular? Um, Chauncey, to be honest, I think there's a number of reasons. Um, one, the accessibility. You know, you don't have the overhead that a lot of guys do in the, in the, the glitter boat world, I'll say. Um, you know, kayaks are, are relatively inexpensive comparatively. And for me, the reason I found it so appealing was, you know, I I got into it about eight years ago, not tournaments, but just kayak fishing mm-hmm. in general. And I was able to handle a kayak completely by myself. You know, I fish alone most of the time. I travel all over the country and I'm able to throw it in the back of my truck, go, you know, wherever I need and I I can fish. And handle it, throw it, and load it, unload it. It's just it's easier for me to do that. And lastly, um, it, it gives you kind of a unique experience, a very intimate experience on the water. You know, you're able to access areas that a lot of bass boats can't. And to be honest, a lot of my successful tournaments have come from areas that other you know larger boats cannot get to. So it's, it's just kind of a neat way. Um, obviously, a little more physically demanding. But it's a really neat way to experience the sport. I keep hearing more and more about them. And, yes, it can be as, you know, it's a lot less expensive than buying a, one of those big glitter boats. But, you know, you could deck them out with everything in the world electronically. So you're in competition. You're absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I've seen the picture of your boat, Kristen. I mean, you know, come on. So no. I can't. I can't fool you. <laughs> no, no. You know, I was waiting okay. for you to give me the Scotty beam me up button. You know, show me that. One. <laughs> 
But <laughs> this is such a really interesting thing because, you know, the turn, the, these kayak tournaments, they, they're not having two or three boats. They're having a lot of boats, a lot of interest. A lot of men, women uh, are all participating in these tournaments. And mm-hmm. as you said, you could cruise into a quiet area so quietly you didn't spook anybody. That's absolutely right. Yeah, there is an element of, of surprise there and, um, you know, with the, the larger boats and stuff. And you can be pretty stealthy in the yak. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's a term i got to learn. Yak. i got a yak. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, the, that's the community lingo. Uh, yeah, i, I got to learn the community lingo. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, okay, now, the tournament that you were in, mm-hmm. now, you've won three tournaments this year, I think, haven't you? Or more? I've won, yeah. Uh, well, I, I've, I've had several top fives, but yeah, on the national level, um, which, you know, are the, the bigger scale elite tournaments for our kayak mm-hmm. uh, community, I've won three of those and placed second in another one. So I've, I have had a an outstanding year. I, I just, it, it's kind of overwhelming. Um, it, it's been a breakthrough year for me. I, I placed very high. It was extremely consistent last year. I think I cashed nine or ten checks. But I didn't win a national tournament. I won a local event, um, but I placed like second, third, and fourth, and fifth, and all these things in these national tournaments. And it's like, you know, nobody really pays attention when you uh, get second or third or fourth. It's, it's it, when you win that people start turning heads. And mm-hmm. so it's been it's like finally I, this stuff is coming together, and I, I'm not just getting top fives. I'm, I'm winning, and it's, it's uh, really catapulted my career in this thing. Yeah. Now, is it a different kind of feel? Because so many, uh, the big boat bass fishermen, you know, they're standing up. They're doing. You're doing this all basically sitting down, right? Not. No. Actually, I I do a lot of my fishing. It depends on what type of fishing I'm doing, but I prefer to stand. Uh, my recent tournament, I just released a video on YouTube of the of all the footage from this recent tournament, mm-hmm. and I'm standing in probably three quarters of that. Wow. See, yeah. I'm, I'm just chicken. I'm not going to stand in a kayak because I'm going to be wet. I know it. <laughs> now, look, there are certain kayaks I wouldn't stand in either. Mm-hmm. But if you get the right one, my, mine's 38 inches wide. Um, you're, you're not going to, yeah, you're, you're not going to have any issues in this thing. Well, it gonna depends have... on the on the boat that you choose. Okay, I'm going to have to check that one out. So, I mean, and, mm-hmm. you know, you're back in these areas. You're fishing these quiet areas. You're getting these bass. And then, you know, you, you stand up on stage and... You know, all these guys are like, oh, my God, you know, look at what she did. And this is only a massive credit to you as an angler, first of all. Second, you're a woman who's fishing these tournaments, showing other women that they can be part of this activity, right? Absolutely. Uh, You know, fishing, it's the equalizer. It's not advantageous to be a man in this sport. There's absolutely no advantage to being a man. Honestly, women are more patient. So if anything, we have the advantage. Oh, I, my, my mother used to beat my, all the time. She just, she's what my butt fishing. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, absolutely. <laughs> and that's great. I love, I love hearing stories of that. I, I get guys all the time that will comment on my stuff and say, you know, I, you know, my girlfriend needs to see this. She always outfishes me when we go out. And say, yeah, that's exactly what I expect. And mm-hmm. I love that this is starting to inspire the women to see, you know, look. This is something that, that they can do, and not only that, they can do it on their own. Yeah. And now, are there a couple of products that you use that, um, you know, really help you in these tournaments? Um, absolutely. My uh, power pole. You know, a lot of a lot of boats have. I have the micro power pole. Mm-hmm. So if I'm bed fishing or I'm fishing a you know a wind blowing bank line or something, and I want to hold my position, 
power pull down. It's an awesome anchoring system, and I wore the remote controller on my neck, so I can, you know, it's, it's pretty convenient for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my electronics are huge. I spend a ton of time just graphing. Um, when I'm pre-fishing, I'm actually doing very little actual fishing. I'm mostly running my electronics and scouting and, and checking these areas. Um, so my, my, my graph my graph is huge. Um, and my boat, you know, I have a, a Hobie Pro Angler 14. And that's, like I said, I can stand on the front hatch of that thing. Um, it's inc- I can fish, and I've been in four- to five-foot rollers on Lake St. Clair when the wind is outrageous. Um, it's having that that boat has been has been big for me also um i love my rods all my rods and reel setup i've got really good combos with st croix so you know oh, what was that ride company's name what was that ride company's name oh st croix yeah we know those people yeah <laughs> yeah they're, they're great people i love they're they're like a family to me um mm-hmm. i said the nice thing about it you know with the mm-hmm. kayak fishing when you're not spending a ton of money on uh on the boat you can invest a little more heavily in your gear, and I'm a gear junkie, so that really works well for me. That's amazing. That you know, this is so amazing, Kristen. And everyone, we're talking with Kristen Fisher. She's uh, a, a national kayak angler here. Uh, you know, she fished many local tournaments, then worked her way into these national tournaments where she's just really doing fantastic and. Uh, I have a feeling down the road we're going to be seeing a lot more kayaks and a lot more bass fishing tournaments and maybe other tournaments across this country because I'm constantly bombarded with information about it. And so it's only something that it's not the wave is growing. Let's just put it to you that way, okay? <laughs> That's, That's a great way to put that. Yeah, the wave is growing. And, boy, when it when it comes in, it's going to really because you can have the kayaks in the garage. You can have either easy to transport. Uh, it's it just the more and more you work on it. And what you're doing, Kristen, is you're, you're making me feel that I got to go out, borrow one of my buddies and go out on the lake and fish from it, try it and see how much I'm going to like it. Because notice how I said, I think I might like it. How much I'm going to like it is what's going to happen to me. That is accurate. And you know, the best thing about kayak fishing is you don't have to put gas in it. I never thought about that. Well, yes, you do. You have to. You have to make sure that the muscles in in your body are well hydrated <laughs> and full yeah, of protein. Yeah, you have to yourself. Oh no, you exactly. you 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 rehydrate after it. That's right. I forget. You rehydrate after. But <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> well, Kristen, I want to thank you so much for coming on my show. If somebody would love to follow you, what's the best ways to to follow you on, on you know through through the internet? So I'm probably most active on Instagram. I'm Midwest Fisher Gal. I recently started a YouTube about six months ago, um, just kind of doing that on the side. I'm trying to, to showcase. I do all of my tournament recaps. And the big thing for me is I'm trying to educate people um, on, on what I look for, how I'm breaking water mm-hmm. down. So they can maybe learn and be more encouraged to get into our sport. I've got a lot of musky stuff on there. I do a lot of musky fishing in the kayak. Um, and then Facebook is just Christine Fisher. And I'm going to start being a little more active on there. Cool. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on. And I would like you to know, you have an open microphone here anytime you want. When you've got something going on or you've got a tournament coming up, keep me posted what's going on, and we'll make sure that the world hears how Christine Fisher is doing in the great outdoors. That's very kind of you, Chauncey. I appreciate that. All right. Thank you so much. Everybody, you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Hey, fellow fishermen, Kerry Wood here. Make sure to tune in to ESPN Chicago every Saturday morning at 6 a.m. for Chauncey's Great Outdoors.
Hey, everybody. Welcome to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And uh, somebody told me Mike North is listening to ESPN this morning. I, I hope he's listening to my show. He's probably sleeping. <laughs> On the phone. I have no idea where he's at. No, I do. He's somewhere down in, in his beautiful house in central Illinois with who's on your lap? Uh, Moxie. <laughs> Jim Crowley, everybody. Yes, Mr. Crowley got himself a new dog, Moxie, and that dog has yep. found a permanent home on his lap. <laughs> yeah, on, on my lap, in my truck, anywhere. Uh, yes, I now have a... I now have the shadow that I never knew that I wanted, but yeah, that's it, everywhere I go right now. You don't know that your wife really had a conversation with her, and it's your chaperone. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. That's okay. fine. <laughs> that's fine. Where you been, man? Oh my goodness, this, this is probably the quickest summer that I remember. I've been I've been to Canada three times. Uh, well, we've been to Wisconsin, we've been to Minnesota. It's been crazy. Cool. I almost started singing the Canadian national anthem. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, uh, when we come back over the border between uh, Kirk and I, and my cameraman, we come back over, and the guy goes, "Well, uh, oh, you're back. Okay, that was about the that was a customs check. That was a customs check. <laughs> that was it. Hey, you're back. Uh, okay, well, huh. good. Yeah, that was it. Uh, how so. come when I come back and they say, "Where you from?" I go Chicago, and they go through the car like you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was. We we had some great trips this year. Um, uh, we went up to Century Lodge twice. Um, incredible, incredible small amounts. Where, where did you go again? Where'd you go? Century Lodge and oh, Eagle Lake. Okay, that's, that's what I thought yeah. you said. Yeah, fantastic. And then we were up at Dunlops in northern Manitoba for some incredible pike fishing. Had some pike up to forty five and a half inches long. Ooh. Just just incredible stuff. I was I was lucky enough to be uh, talking to the. Um, Rock Valley Anglers the other night in Rockford, and then um, last night, or the other night, I was in LaGrange um, at their fishing club, and just had a great time talking pike and muskie and smallmouth. A lot of fun, a lot of great anglers. Um, just fan, fantastic, just a great, great time. That's cool, that's cool. Um, I, I know you've been busy. Uh, I saw those smallmouth. I saw uh, your sweetie caught her first smallie, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. When we took uh, Ron and I got married in May, and and uh, she'd never been to Canada and wanted to go. So in August, uh, we went up there with also a good uh, buddy of my dad's before my before my dad passed away, and uh, Larry Kasuba, and he'd never caught a muskie when he was in Canada. Well, the first the first day we're there, Rhonda catches her first smallmouth, uh, like over three pounds, um, and then Larry catches mid forties inch muskie, and I've never seen a seventy two year old man skip. He was skipping. It was fun. It was a great, it was a great time and, and uh, a lot of good old stories about fishing trips when I was a kid. Just had a blast. It was awesome. Just remember, 70 and 80-year-old guys and ladies, they can skip like they're in their 20s again. All you got to do is let them have fun. That's right. It's, it's take them fishing. I'm telling you what, we, we cracked up more stories and just talking about stuff with my dad and when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, that's, I mean, that's one of the reasons I fished for so long is it's you know, it's it's a, it's a cheesy line to say it's not always about the fish, but so but a lot of times it's not. It's it's about the memories that are made with oh. the people. I mean, I grew up with this guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, and he saw me fishing as a teenager. Saw me fishing as an eight year old. You know, for crying out loud. Saw me fishing uh, in my thirties when I was tournament fishing, and then you know, television and hook and hunt TV and everything else like that, and and then to be there when he catches his biggest muskie. 
you know, um, mm-hmm. and my dad's ashes are dumped during the Canadian sunset right across the lake from where his cabin was. Mm. Yeah, it was all pretty cool. It was yeah, pretty cool. Good. Well, see, I mean, you know, yeah. and you said it exactly right, Jim. And, and, and Jim, you got everybody, Jim Crowley here from Hook and Hunt TV. com, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, who, uh, it's it's the memories. It's the fun. It's the let's have a good time. Let's, I, when you were talking about that, I was sitting there going, yeah, I can remember some fish that I caught here and there. But every time I went fishing, I remember the, the stories, the laughing, them playing jokes on me when I'm trying, trying to take a nap on the boat. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it, it goes on and on and on. But it's, you're right. It's the memories. It's the fun things that we did. Um, you know, we were, we were at the Riverside Fishing Club the other night, like I said, in LaGrange. I think there was like over 80 people there for my seminar. It was a blast. Love those and guys. Some of the, oh, oh they're, they're fantastic. And it's, oh, some of the food and the stories and the same thing. We were talking about that and laughing and joking, you know, and it, it was that. It made the two-and-a-half-hour ride home easier mm-hmm. just because you you were laughing and joking with so many people and having fun and telling stories and um fishing i've really you know at this point in my life um i've been blessed to go to a lot of places and and i hope i get to go to more um but it's it's just good for the soul man Mm -hmm. fishing is just good and hunting too i get duck hunting season's coming right around the corner and i get to hang out with some of my buddies in the blind again and it's yeah it's just good for the soul Now you got my mind drifting to duck hunting, damn it. <laughs> Crowley, what are you doing to me here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's time to go. I'm looking forward to going goose hunting. Heck, I was I was talking to Brian Griffin a couple of weeks ago. Uh-huh. We were smiling. You know, he's just an absolutely fantastic waterfall guide. And I said, uh, I said, make sure that you call me when things are hot. I said, my wife and I are both coming up. She loves a goose hunt. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, there's there's no question about it. He goes, wait for a call for me because I'm giving you one. It's perfect. Yep. And what's the best thing about goose hunting? The bang and the thud, baby. The thud, baby. <laughs> it's that thud when it hit the ground. You go, ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> you know, oh, my God. Well, hey, you know, you're uh, on Tuesdays, you're doing something new on. Yeah, yeah, we are. It's been fun. We did our first one last week. We're, we're going to be doing, um, or we are doing now. It's just called Hook and Hunt TV Live. They're Facebook Live segments every Tuesday night at 630. And uh, we're going to be doing giveaways just about every week. Mm-hmm. And so had a lot of people tune in from all over the country. Um, I think as far away as Florida uh, last week. And and uh, just it was fun. So we, we answer questions or we'll have a topic that we're going to talk about. And uh, we did about 15, 20 minutes. And uh, this week is going to be crankbaits. And so you can see our post. If anybody wants to know anything about us, the easiest thing, we have the web page out there that that um, everybody knows about hookandhunttv.com. But if you just go to if you just go to Facebook and like us on on Facebook, like Hook and Hunt TV on Facebook, you can be notified of everything that we're doing. And we're also now on the Pride Outdoor Network, which is Amazon, Roku, and Fire Stick. So you can find all our episodes, everything like that. Right now, we are more accessible than we ever have, and it's really starting to show because I'm starting to hear people say, "Hey, we saw this segment, we saw that segment." Um, and, the, and the Facebook Live is just another way to interact with us, and it's, it's a lot of fun. Get a lot of great questions, and uh, we, we're like, you know, one thing I'm really blessed for is just like you are, your listeners, my viewers, um, It and when you and I get together, when it's a live thing, like at the All Canada Show, um, there are people that are both. 
that listen to your show and watch mine. Mm-hmm. And it's fun because you, you do. You really feel like you've known a lot of these people a long time because they're very gracious and very kind. You know, just so you know, the, my phone went off there. I got to pay fifty dollars to the uh, you know Engineers Benevolent Association here. Uh, <laughs> Dave Miska started that with me. He said, if your phone goes off, you got to pay more money. Hey, taking photos of us out there. But, uh, guys, hey, Chauncey, pictures, including Mark Kubal. Uh, he says he's got uh, three fish, 257 feet of water out in front of the lake. Uh, Gerald uh, Urbano. No, Kings. Uh, Gerald Urbanozo is on a kayak, and he's spanking uh, salmon close in, too. Amazing. Oh, cool. Amazing. That's cool. And a kayak? Oh, and a that's kayak. fun. Yeah, he said the kayak's going in circles, though. But... Uh, <laughs> Well, that's good. You know, so you've got this thing on Tuesdays. You got the the hook and hunt, uh, the video thing going. Uh, you're, you're doing some of the seminars. Well, you got another one coming up soon, or what? No, uh, the newest thing we have, I think, uh, Monday night at six thirty is our newest episode, and and that's a really fun one. That's walleyes on swim baits, and um, we're catching walleyes in about twenty two to twenty five foot of water uh, on these swim baits, and it's a really it's a really really fun show. Um, there's some great underwater footage and some mm-hmm. really nice walleyes. And uh, it, it's, it's a fun show. We, we go into a lot of detail, um, including gr- drone shots and underwater shots and everything, to show you exactly how we're doing it. And it's really fun. It's going to be a really cool show. Cool. Oh, Mr. Crowley, you tell Rhonda I said hi. Scratch, I scratch Moxie right behind here, the ear. Fact, she's, <laughs> she's, uh, she's darn near chewing up the phone. <laughs> yeah, say, tell Moxie I said hi. I know she's on your lap, you know? Yeah, she is. Uh, but, hey, man, as always, I just... Uh, God bless you and all your listeners. Thank you for everything. And, and uh, I love when people come up to me and say, hey, I heard John Chauncey's show. So I hope the, everybody's rest of their week, their weekend, is absolutely wonderful. And thank you so much for everything. Yeah, And, and one of these sports shows is going to have to get a little bit of cojones, you know what I mean? Uh, and have me and you, I should say you and I is proper English, you and I do a, a seminar together because that would be hysterical. Oh, that would be, yeah. And you know what? That would. That would be, that would be hysterical. It's bad enough at at the All Canada show when I got Labatt's everywhere and then everybody gets let loose. Who knows what could happen? Yeah, and instead of me sitting and, you know, harassing you and hiding your fishing rods and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> yeah, because I'm looking for it last time, you, uh, you rascal, and I tried to find it, and I'm like, where's my rod? And the whole crowd's <laughs> laughing, and then you got this guy behind a curtain looking at me, and I'm, uh-huh, uh-huh. that's all right. I owe you one. You owe me one. All right, Jimmy, thanks so much for calling in. Thanks, buddy. Everybody have a great day. See you. Jim Crowley, everybody. HookandHuntTV.com. Hey, you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. I'm listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN Radio AM 1000 in Chicago. In Chicago. That's my buddy, John. That's my little grandson. He's funny. <laughs> Loves the fish. He definitely got the Pigula gene in him from my mother. Wow. And my grandfather and me. And uh, <laughs> he loves fishing. Oh, my God. Well, first of all, I want to say thanks to our sponsors before I get lost with here. Uh, Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, all five stores in our area. Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. That's where your adventure starts here. Um, Waterworks Marine. They've got some 2019 boats. They got to Get out the door because the 2020s are piling up. They got to get them in the door. Uh, and 
Wayne says, Chance, tell them to mention your name, and we're going to give them the absolute lowest price they're ever going to see anywhere, but you got to mention your name. I said, okay. Uh, Paul's Pizza in Westchester, Diamond Ghost Charters, Captain Tony's out there this morning, Hook and Hunt TV, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the outdoorsmen, enjoyrenlake.com and visit renlake.com, Renlake Tourism, and our friends at Seven Winds Casino in Hayward, Wisconsin. And, of course, we're the official station for Shimano High School and College Fishing Teams. Um, yeah, you know, when Crowley was talking about it, yes, you love to fish. It's, but it's, it's everything else. It's the build-up to going fishing or hunting or bird watching or camping. It's going out there and doing it and having fun doing it. And, but, you know, you don't have to. Yes, we all want to catch fish. And, yes, we all want to, you know, find some ducks and pheasants and stuff. And you want to hear the thud when an 18-pound goose hits the ground. It's, it's, it's a beautiful sound. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it, that's the minor. The, the take is the minor. It's all the fun around it. It's like going to a football game. Eh, a football game could be good, but it's all the tailgating and fun before and after that everybody remembers. And then they go, did they win or lose? I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, it's a little bit the same way. But I, I, I absolutely love it. Um, we've got a couple of things coming up. Uh, the end of the month is National Hunting and Fishing Weekend. There's many state areas and forest preserves that have plenty of programs going on out there for people to enjoy. We even have one at Wolf Lake, the William Powers Conservation Area, about getting kids and people who've never gone hunting into hunting, simulated hunts, and all kinds of interesting things there. That's going to be a lot of fun. We're uh, Ren Lake Area Tourism. In a couple, few more weeks, we have a whole weekend thing going down out there that's going to be super for a lot of people to go to. Uh, the end of the month, I'm going to be out at the Angler of the Year Tournament for Bassmasters, and that's at Lake St. Clair in the Detroit area, Motown. Have to go check out some Motown, hit, go to Hitsville, USA or something. Uh, so I mean, there's lots of stuff going on. Because the kids are in school, yeah, you may not be able to do it during the week, but you have a lot of things on the weekends. Always remember, we need to get out there. And if you're too busy and you can't go hunting and fishing, and you got kids or neighborhood kids with them, you better take them all. Look in the mirror in the morning. Well, I like to leave you with the Native American proverb, and this one comes from my friend Apensui Majuat. I lost a couple of friends this week. Um, they weren't living in Chicago any longer, but they were still good friends of mine. And But when you lose a friend and you say their name of someone who has passed around a campfire, their spirits will rise with the smoke, and they will never ever be forgotten. That's for my buddy Warren Woodoff and Joyce Cabot. Uh, just two very, very nice people. Two very nice people. Please remember, you know, we don't own the woods, the rain, the storm, the wood, the fish we catch. We're really borrowing it all from our children's, children's, children. We'll see you next week, right here on ESPN Radio AM 1000. Thanks, Mike, for the note on Twitter. The preceding program was a paid advertisement. The views reflected are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000.